welcome to the Take Care Sis podcast with me, Key, and Kiki. Join two friends for a conversation around self-care in real life. We'll talk about anything on the spectrum from bubble baths to setting boundaries to managing friendships and more. As your sisters, we also just want to provide a weekly check-in. You know, like big sis asking little sis, sis, you good? So come on in, sis. Let's talk about how we can take better care of ourselves. Hey, Kiki. What's up, Kiki, girl? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm going to be great tomorrow about 4.01. Mm. Hallelujah. You and me both, because we've been hustling this week. Okay. Y'all, I don't even know how we're going to do for the culture, because literally anytime I was online, I was bugging somebody about coming to this event. Mm-hmm. So. You and me both. And then he was bugging me about the event, and I was bugging her about the event, and we was bugging each other. I was bugging somebody. So, we here. We gonna come through for y'all anyway, though, because we love y'all and whatnot, but. But next time we do this, we're gonna be bugging y'all again. So. We'll <laughs> be bugging y'all, y'all getting in this room. I don't mm-hmm. know what y'all expected. My goodness. Well, we were bugging y'all again in the spring, but I'm going to definitely need a break. Need a break. Yeah, both of us. Both of us, Frank, we need a break. All right. Huh. Give me the highlight of your week, sis. Give me your highlight. We're going to switch it up a little bit for y'all. We used to say what we did for self-care, which I'm a self-care ambassador, so I try to do something for self-care every day. Every day, even when I'm stressed like I was last week. Um, so Kiki, what was your highlight of the week? My highlight of the week was Friday when I left work. <laughs> I mean sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes it does. Yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. Um, my self-care is going to be tomorrow. So that's going to be my highlight of the week. Bit, bit. Um, highlight of my week, two, two highlights of my week. One, how much my friends have come through for me for this event. So my friends are sponsoring our event and they have just been amazing, easy to work with. Um, you know, they come in through with them, you know, with the little dollars and whatnot. So shout out to my friends, shout out to, um, Renetta Howes from Lucas Moore Realty and shout out to Yaz Jacobs from Your Legacy Therapeutic Interventions. Um, so that's my highlight. And then my other highlight is, um, my day job. Um, most people, so it's the North Carolina State Fair. It started Thursday. And most groups, organizations, people who choose to be at the State Fair, the applications were due in June, right? So I'm a contractor for a government entity. 
Um, and there's other contractors in this government entity. And then all of a sudden they had the great idea about two months ago. They were like, you guys should be at the state fair. And I'm like, what? Um, cause I've never been to the state fair because I'm not a state fair type of person. Anyway. Um, you know, things were kind of, oh, they mentioned it. Nothing moved forward. Oh man, applications was due in June. We ain't gonna be able to get in there. They gave me the green light two weeks ago. <laughs> so y'all were in. Two weeks ago, they were like, Nikita, we're in. And I was like, huh? So for the last two weeks, I've been hustling my behind off trying to make sure that I had volunteers and the things and the giveaways and, and all that other stuff for the state fair. So if y'all going to the state fair, make sure you stop by the CW22 tent because that's where we are. Yes, ma'am. Right next to the Marines. Oh, I saw your little story. I'll be there every day next week. Every day. <laughs> I saw your little stories. I'm like, I'm gonna show up for work every day. I mean, I may or may not have made somebody's son a little upset with that statement. We're gonna move on. Mm -hmm. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so we're gonna go to the for the culture segment, shall we? Mm -hmm. Culture. Pop culture. I don't know why, but I just want to do the butterfly for the culture. I know why. I know why I want to do the butterfly because my high school, it's homecoming, or it was homecoming last night. My class, class of, it was in the 1900s when I graduated, <laughs> uh, we're celebrating our <laughs> year reunion. Um, I think all of my classmates are delusional because they keep throwing out this double digit number that I am just, I don't believe it. We ain't been out of high school that long. Also, I don't know how their kids are this, this old either, because I literally kind of sort of just graduated what feels like maybe, maybe 10 years ago now, but they've, you know, they've added on a lot of numbers after that 10 and I just, I just don't appreciate it. But either way, it was homecoming. We're celebrating. Um, and so this is why. I just feel like the butterfly. Did you have fun as your homecoming? Yeah, it was fun. But, you know, first topic for the culture, cheerleaders these days. What has happened? So, it's no surprise. I was a cheerleader in high school. Okay, maybe just a surprise because I tell y'all how much people are no. me these days. Um, but not a surprise. Not a surprise? No. Come on, man. I thought that maybe. Mm -hmm. No. There are certain moments that can bring your inner cheerleader out, and I can tell now it's, it's all full circle. It's all full circle. Anyway, so we were we were sitting down and like so me and some of my other fellow cheer uh cheermates, we were just like looking at the cheerleaders. Now I felt kind of bad because I, I realized I'm looking at somebody's child, right? And I also realized that their parents is probably in the thing. I mean, probably in the stands with me. And I also realized I probably look younger than their parents because that's where, I, what I saw last night. I was like, you're only class of 2007? Um, I'm going to move on. Um, so anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, so I didn't want to be talking about people's children, but we was a lot of bit confused. 
first of all, the uniforms have changed a lot. Now, granted, we used to have them little short skirts, you know, cheerleading skirts, they, they mad tiny, right? But so like my school now is dressing in a cheer dress. Um, dresses don't lend for a lot of movement, not, you know, acrobatics and nothing that requires you to do a lot of this, right? And mm -hmm. isn't that what cheerleaders do? Like a lot of this, not anymore. Mm -mm. It's a lot of this and this. And so I started so, feeling kind of bad. And a lot of, I'm just trying to describe for people that haven't seen, that aren't on YouTube. <laughs> That's true. My bad, y'all. My bad. It's a lot of booty shaking, hip gyrating. It's no longer a lot of arm movements and overhead, you know, overhead like, yay. They had their pom-poms on the ground almost the entire time. Like, it's just, chilling just looks a little different. It's real, real dancey. Now, as a cheerleader, did we do dances? Absolutely. But these cheerleaders are like a combination of cheering and dancing and and it was it was just it was it was a lot of gyrating for me for high school because like I think about my nephew he'll be going to high school next year and all that gyrating I wanted to be like baby don't look because he went with me like right. baby don't look don't look over there good look <laughs> yeah so it was you know it's it's just real different um, I've never felt older until last night. <laughs> I mean, I went to a homecoming last night and the cheerleaders were a little bit, um, I don't want to say anything bad, but they just weren't like ch cheery as I'm used to seeing. And then half of them kind of didn't look, look like they didn't know what they were doing. Like it wasn't all together. It wasn't on, they weren't in sync. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if they missed a couple practices or what. It was just kind of off. Yeah, it's it's different. It's different. Um, the thing that got me is like uh, there are. Uh, so I told y'all the cheering is really dancey, but then they actually had dancers, right? So now I'm real confused. Um, so they had dancers, and one of the dancers was out on the track or out on the field, and she had on pants. Everybody else had on skirt is a strong word. They had on little leotard and there was some flaps mm. over it. don't use the word flaps because again skirt is a long strong word but sis had on pants and i'm just like my coach would have rolled over died <laughs> came back to life rolled over somersaulted and died again had one of us attempted to go out not in uniform looking like everybody else I mean, and that's all the coaches I had. <laughs> there was no way. We was always in uniform. And we were talking about it. Like, our uniforms were also always cold. Always. And we'd be out there in the elements. Mm -hmm, in the elements. And then it would be, like, it would have to be drastic for us to be able to wear, like, pants or jackets. Because some of the schools that I went to that had a little bit more in the budget, we, we did have, like, tracksuits, right? But wasn't no way we was finna cheer in the tracksuits. Mm -mm. Um, mm -mm. And there's always one person that is warm 
and runs runs warm like a damn reptile um and she always just ruined it for the rest of everybody else because she'd be like i'm hot <laughs> so when she say she hot that means everybody hot right we one over minute. here we can see our breath she hot one, so team, now, one all, minute. <laughs> now we all half naked out in the 20 degree elements because she hot Mm, mm, mm. kind of makes me glad that I was not an athletic person in any capacity. <laughs> People be like, oh, you didn't join the military? Hell no, because I was a cheerleader. <laughs> I've done uniforms. I've done things in uniform, in succession, in a line, in a row. I didn't need a military experience. I got up early. We did exercise. Army. Yeah, definitely wasn't going there. What you got for the culture, Frank? Okay, so let's see. I found an article where it said that um, Jay-Z invested 16.5 million into a robotic pizza delivery company and i think the company's name was stellar pizza how do we feel about robotic pizza delivery or delivery of any kind from a robot um so y'all remember from my birthday trip i went to um austin and I don't remember the company name, but they have a they have robotic delivery. So you'll be walking down the street, and then all of a sudden, this robot is just doing what it's supposed to do. That's the part that gets me. How does it know where to go? How does it know when GPS. there's light? huh? The internal GPS into the robot's brain. Okay, I, I'm okay with knowing where it needs to go, but like it was smart. Like it knew when to cross the street, when not to, and it knew when people was in its way. And I was like, this is. It's, it has very advanced AI software, I guess. And then it has a very good, I don't know. It's got a really good Google maps in their head. Right. Um, I'm just, you know, if you can advance technology that much, mm -hmm. how do I know? How do I know your Kiki? Are you accusing me of being AI? You could be. I mean, they did come out with a virtual rapper. What? What? what did we talk about that? I don't know. If we talked about that. No, and let's not. Um, let's just. Let's just not. Um, but I think, I think the technology is um, starting to get in a dangerous territory. Yes. Only because I believe in humanity, right? Yes. Um, humans, humanity, so on and so forth. So I believe the technology is going in a dangerous territory when it comes to robotics and all that other stuff. Because um, y'all finna start replacing people and then what? Um, this is every 80s, 90s sci-fi movie we've ever seen. Yep. Um, what was the one? Uh, Robocop? Mm -hmm. I'm just, that's next. Because um, don't nobody really want to be a cop anyway. Yeah, the same thing was what was it? I Robot. All the robot movies usually mm -hmm. have some kind of dark, twisted turn where the robots turn on us, and we got to figure out how to stop them. 
even though we created them. But what about the robots that, that they have that, that's uh, operating on people? <laughs> I'm ashamed. <laughs> My mama is in the background, y'all. She's decided to join us for the podcast. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that uh, technology is going in a kind of dangerous thing for me, for my liking. Um, and so as far as investing in the company, I still think about the fact that that could have been somebody's job. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> teenagers need jobs because um, their exp- their sneakers are expensive. And I just, you know, I think about how many pizza delivery people, like how many of my classmates teenagers did are delivery. Expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and like... <sighs> There's this, it's it's a juxtaposition for me because, you know, people in the community that I work in by day, you know, a lot of my friends are in the ACLU and stuff like that. And they're doing that fight for 15. So they're children, you know, we have organizations still out here trying to justify the fact that we need to raise minimum wage, right? But if you keep taking these entry level jobs, then there's no fight for 15, but then you'll still need people who are highly educated and the government then had to come and help us with our student loans because mm-hmm. we can't afford them. So it's just, it's all the dots aren't fitting together. Mm-mm. And so I don't think that we need to be doing robotic pizza deliveries. Now, well, if, go ahead. No, finish your thought. I was going to bring in another um, robot thing, another robot article. So now I do know that since COVID, a lot of these entry-level jobs, a lot of these, uh, I'll say entry-level customer-based positions, so your waitresses and waitress, waiters, uh, pizza delivery, DoorDash, all the most, I do know that they're experiencing um, you know, high turnover as well as um, low hiring and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I haven't ordered a pizza though in years, like for real. I have, but (laughs) that's a different story. The fees kill everything for delivery, honestly. And that's why they're probably experiencing all of this turnover because nobody don't want to pay all them. You don't want to pay $20 in fees every time you order something. I have never door dashed for that reason alone. I door dash when I have a group of people to DoorDash with. So we split the fees. That way we're only paying two to three dollars per person. Now, if you're doing it by yourself, the only reason I DoorDash by myself was when I had um COVID back way back when. And um that was it. Other than that, I'm I don't feel like I'm gonna be paying those fees by myself. It's dumb. Right. Um no nah, friend. Um I've never DoorDash, but that's because when I was living in Fayetteville, I'm just like Every place I need to go is like 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm finna pay y'all to go get it. And it's going to be delivered probably cold. I'm good. Yep. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And I basically paid for the meal twice for y'all to deliver it to me. And I got to reheat it anyway. Especially especially fast food places. It doesn't make sense. Like the meal is not even near the amount the fees is most of the time. Mm So, like you said, you're paying double. Mm-hmm. double. So, yeah. I've never door dashed. Um, I don't find enough value in it. Now, now, I will say that I feel the same way about, like, 
Uber and Lyft. I don't Uber and Lyft much here in North Carolina, but let me go back home to the DC area or like I hung out in New York. We was Ubering and Lyfting everywhere. Right. Mostly because we don't want to pay for parking in those places. Um, I'd rather Uber than pay for a park. It's probably cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of times it really is. So I don't know. So maybe door dashing is more beneficial in because a lot of my northern friends do the door dash and all of those stuff. And so maybe it's more beneficial there. Right. Um the other article I was going to talk about is I saw an article, and this was a couple months ago, but um, Tesla is also introducing their first robot that you can buy. So um, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if I want the first version of that, if I ever thought of getting a robot. Because, <laughs> you know, the first version of anything is just, it's going to be trash. Um, but it also made me think about <laughs> the Jetsons. <laughs> Because the first thing we're thinking about is like we get a robot to clean our houses because don't nobody want to do that. <laughs> nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to do it. But I'm like, how efficient are they going to be and how intelligent are they going to be? I'm thinking about because I find myself sweeping my apartment. My apartment is hardwood floors is a strong word because it's an apartment. So it's some fake wood yeah. floors. Um, but I find myself sweeping every morning. Um, so I'm buying a Roomba. Yeah, I can see that, but I'm talking about a full-on robots. Well, that's what I need it for. I'm otherwise like I can clean up after myself because it's just me. Now, if I had if I had if I had a dog, I think I would be <laughs> getting a maid or something like that because <laughs> just me, it's it's just enough to handle. Right. One more person, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know about that. Like you said, it start it's opening the door for these robots to come in and try to take over. I ain't trying to be in the last day, you know, trying to fight a robot. <laughs> Mm-mm. But if they make a robot that can um, lock my hair, can retwist my hair though, my hairdresser might have to run for her money. Girl, no, nah, not right now. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like people will buy that though. (laughs) All right. And before we move forward, I have to tell you what has been cracking me up all week. So um, I almost don't want to give her this much credit because she's, she's low key a marketing genius, but because she got introduced into the multi-level multi what do you call it multi-level marketing the MLMs. yeah she got introduced to mlms like early on and so she's real real good at it so she makes content and she does stuff on purpose and it goes viral and here she go so i almost don't want to mention her name but i want you to think about mother nature's elements (laughs) anyway this clip was released and Mother Nature's Elements is a business coach. Because that's what the MLMs call each other now. They're business coaches. Is she, is she a life coach? I thought she was a life coach. Not the, I mean, they're the same thing, but. I think she goes by both titles. Okay. But anyway, she is a coach for multimillionaires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I still don't know what business not nary one of them got. Oh no, it's the same business. Everybody has a course that you sign on to. It's free. You fight. You figure out what the plan is to make a course to sell to other people. But basically, the course that they're selling is to sell a course. And yeah, that's how people make money off of other people. And that's why I don't give any of them my money. Like y'all not telling me anything. I can't Google. Anyway, um, Mother Nature's Elements released this clip, or this clip got released of her, and she is telling her coachee or mentee or whatever the word you use, um, telling her about how low vibrational her plate of food was. (laughs) Yeah, um, that was the craziest thing i've ever not i've ever seen but one of the craziest thing i've seen this week because what is a low vibrational plate i'm gonna I'm I'm let y'all know like me being in the wusa yoga community and <laughs> you know the, the people first community i'm gonna say um i want the rest of y'all to stay out just stay out because when y'all start attributing stuff like vibrations to food get out get out get out um y'all already making y'all y'all are ruining therapy for the rest of us because mm-hmm. everybody in therapy yet all y'all are hurting suffering and, and broken um and ooh, i'm healed yet y'all be assholes and mm-hmm. now you're attributing vibrations to get, get out get go please please go go because go is a low vibrational plate i have not figured this out i'm like y'all got the same thing on your plate first of all y'all are eating off of paper plates so what is a low vibrational plate? Paper plate. Every piece of silverware, plasticware, paper, paper. What won't no utensils there neither. None. But it's low vibrational. And number three. Mother Nature's elements was over there eating shrimp with her hands. And don't don't come for me, pescatarians. Um, because I love, I am I'm an Eastern Shore girl. Well, not Eastern Shore, but I'm an East Coast, Baltimore, D.C., area, Virginia. Like, I love me some uh, seafood. Mm-hmm. I love me some of what people may refer to as scavengers. So I love mm-hmm. shrimp, right? Did but you- we all know that shrimp is, you know, not very high on the totem pole. Like, you know, people call shrimp like sea roaches and yeah. That's you know, what I was going to say. Did you see, did you see um, Funky Dineva read her to Phil? Uh, he did. He did. Uh, yeah. So, you know, they call, they call shrimp sea roses. And here you go. You're eating shrimp, but her plate low vibrational. So right. what's funny in that Funky Dineva um, read, she comes back and says, no, it was she had too much food on her plate. So was it she had too much food on her plate or was the food low vibrational? Either way, get out. Get out and stop using right. it. Just leave. Because y'all had the same thing on your place. You just had a skimpy plate and you're going to be hungry an hour later because you ain't put nothing up. Funky that diva said she had the uh, hunger plate. (laughs) She did. You think about it. You go to a cookout and you go in there with that little plate. You're going to be coming back again. Real soon. Maybe in about 10 minutes. It's going to be gone. I'm sorry to tell you. And then she said, um, <laughs> I, it was my event, and I had the event catered. 
Yeah. You should have had some utensils catered and you should have had it. I don't know. You should have had at least some Dixie plates, something. You need something that you can hold because that paper plate would have folded in two and that food would have been on the floor. Then you got low, low vibrational food on, on the floor. The floor. <laughs> now listen, on the ground, you might can sell me on low vibration. Anyway, I was cracking up because sis then says, you know, she had no... <laughs> She had no options on the sl- She didn't know what food they was bringing. You, you planned on the it. that she it was hers. You planned it. What you mean you don't know what they? <laughs> I'm confused. Anyway, y'all, I sent Kia um video <laughs> earlier when we found about out about this low vibrational plate because um <laughs> I said yeah. I ate my low vibrational hot dog and it was so low vibrational that the sauce fell off onto my shirt. <laughs> See, that makes low vibrational sense because the low vibration brought it down. Other than that, the shit don't make no sense. <laughs> okay. All right. That's our for the culture segment. That is all of the things that we found this week. Like she said, get out, <laughs> go. Take your low vibrations away from here. Because when I go to a cookout, I'm going to get the same plate and I'm going to fill it up. I'm sorry. I'm going to be walking around with a chicken in my hand. I had a seafood boil. Mm. I'm going to be walking around with a chicken in my hand, hot dog, whatever. Like, we're going to eat. (laughs) All right, (laughs) y'all. So, this week, let's get into our topic, shall we? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. So we are moving into the fall season, or we're already in the fall season. It's just, it's in the up and down stage, you know, where it's trying to get out of the hot weather and bring all the coolness in. So with the seasons changing and the time changing, that can cause some of us to feel some type of way. We may not be too fond of the days being shorter and the daylight being gone by 5 p.m. And this may affect our mood, a.k.a. me. It affects me. It affects me. I don't like it. And the a.k.a. over there, she don't like it either. So we're going to talk about um, seasonal affective disorder, otherwise known as SAD. That's the terminology for this, because if you're wondering why every fall season or every spring season, you're just feeling some type of way, that's what it may be. Or you may just have some symptoms around it and it's good for you to know what it is. So when you go and talk to your therapist, you're like, I don't, I might have seasonal affective disorder. Can you help me? That might help you. Um, So according to the Mayo Clinic, seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression that's related to changes in seasons. It's also known as the winter blues, the seasonal funk, and it's, like we said, it's a subset of depression, right? So, Key, do you want to tell them when this might occur? Yes. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. It's just so funny to me. Do you want to tell them? Yes. 
Okay, anyway. Um, yes, it usually is the change of the seasons. So as fall um, is, summer turns into fall, and then even when winter turns into spring, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of that one until this research. Yes. <clears throat> and then symptoms typically go away um, as you get deeper into the spring and in the summer. What are the symptoms, Kiki? So the symptoms include, and these symptoms will sound like depression symptoms as well, but it's something that you can look look out for um, just to see if this is what you're experiencing. So you'll start to feel sad or down most of the day or nearly every day. You might find yourself losing interest in the things you once enjoyed. So if you're doing things in the summer and then you find yourself not doing them in the winter because you in the house, it's dark outside and you just don't feel like you got time to do stuff or you don't feel like you want to, you might be experiencing a little bit of seasonal affective disorder. That's we outside versus I ain't going nowhere. Right. (laughs) We go from we outside to we inside says it's dark. (laughs) You know, know. Um, also having low energy or feeling sluggish, which. Yeah. I don't be wanting to get up in the morning, you know, it's cold. I I don't really. I mean, yeah, I don't ever want to get up in the morning, but. It's really bad when it starts to get cold outside. Really bad. Um, you could also be experiencing carb cravings, overeating, and weight gain. Um, yeah. It literally could have just put my picture here and <laughs> it would have been good. Same. Same. Right. You could also have difficulty concentrating. And of course, feelings of hopelessness, worthlessness, and guilt. And um, guilt because you don't want to go outside. Right. <laughs> My mom said, I don't have any guilt there. <laughs> She's happy and so. That's for the other people, Miss Jackie. That's for the other people. (laughs) And last, um, which is a little bit more serious, is having thoughts of not wanting to live. Like this, like I said, this is kind of pushing more towards the depression side of it, but it's still something to look for or look out for. So there. Um. Like I mentioned, like it happens most recognizable from the summer to the fall or maybe like fallish to the winter, right? Um, And some of those symptoms include oversleeping, appetite changes, especially craving for foods high in carbohydrates. And that's weird, right? Because as we go into the fall, that's when our family gatherings are. Like we getting with the people, we got homecoming, we got football games, we got tailgating, we got Thanksgiving. And y'all, if Thanksgiving 
isn't a product of seasonal affective disorder. Like, I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg, but then <laughs> it tells you that people experience seasonal affective disorder because right. they're stuffing or dressing wherever you're from in the country. Mm-hmm. They're stuffing and cornbread and sweet potato pie or pumpkin. Again, macaroni and cheese, macaroni and cheese uh, potatoes mm-hmm. uh, you know it's everything thanksgiving is very carbohydrate rich um laden it's and just I'm- a battleground for seasonal affective disorder and then you get the itis and then you'd be what sluggish and oversleeping <laughs> so yeah i was gonna say too um yes appetite changes but appetite j- changes in general because you know I think when we go into the cold months, we normally just crave like warm foods. So soups and things that just are comforting, I guess. So if you are really straying away from what you really love to eat, that's when you know that something's different and something's not right. And I think that that's probably the the, the better note here. Like your appetite changes have to be like drastic. We're not right. saying like for example i'm a big salad person like the summer months hit when it's warm i don't want just give me a salad mm-hmm. but as it gets colder please hand me some tomato soup like get that salad away from me it's cold it right um but that's not drastic that's still me wanting vegetables it right. would be drastic would be like me going from to know me to know that my diet i'm i eat fairly healthy despite all of this um mm-hmm. i eat fairly healthy I eat fairly healthy, right? And so when my diet goes from, like, for example, for breakfast, I typically have like eggs and oatmeal, despite hating it, eggs and oatmeal, and like maybe some sauteed spinach. Like that's that's a typical breakfast for me. But when I go from, I wake up in the morning and I want muffins and. that's all i can think of but that's the that's 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 the that's a change like those type of changes Um, and the tiredness or low energy you know i'm learning this adult life now that people have given me actual responsibility at work um they (laughs) now that people have given me real responsibility at work yeah when even though, because y'all know I work from home. So yeah, now though, like when I get off work, I'd be like, Fuck it. I don't, uh. like, I don't, you know, there'll be them days and I don't really feel like cooking or I'm tired because I'm way more mentally drained, right? Right. Um, but you want to, you, you want to see the difference. And so like, what's, and y'all know this is a big one, but what's like your nap behavior, right? Like, have you gone from in the summertime, you take maybe a nap once a week, but now that you're feeling way more tired and sluggish and you got to take naps every day. Mm-hmm. That's a sign. That's a big, big change. So those were kind of the fall symptoms, um, the spring and summer symptoms when you kind of, when the seasons are changing at that time, they're kind of similar, but just a little different. Um, you may have trouble sleeping. So you might have insomnia. Um, you may have poor appetite. So you may not want to eat. Um, weight loss, 
agitation and anxiety and increased irritability, which is kind of like the opposite of what we were just talking about. <laughs> like you poor appetite, you're not eating what you really need to be eating or what you're used to eating. Like we said, changes in diet, appetite changes are really a big thing for these. Um, insomnia, I'm thinking because most of the time in the wintertime, we want to sleep. So <laughs> if you get to the summertime, you can't actually get to sleep, then that's a problem. And I can see why the days are shorter. You're just kind of like, oh, we've been up for so long. Let's just stay up a little bit longer. Now, if you keep doing this over and over again, that's insomnia. And you probably need to check with your doctor about that. Right? Or waking up in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But it's interesting because I saw it floating and then you even sent it to me. But there's been a clip. <clears throat> um, a couple different people have posted it. So I'm not going to get attributed to one person. But um, there's been this quote floating around the internet for the last couple of weeks and it's like black women don't um actually recognize what they're going through anxiety and depression they just think they're failing so rewind yourself back and if you right now because the seasons are changing and it's clearly listen y'all i had to almost had to pull out the the big blanket on the bed um, i already did <laughs> I get hot at night, so I don't necessarily need a big blanket. Um, but yeah, that's where we are. But anyway, um, so yeah, you know, if you are feeling like you're failing a lot more lately, perhaps it's really anxiety, or perhaps it's depression, and perhaps it's related to the seasons. So, like we tell y'all all the time, please talk to somebody. Check in with your therapist. Remember, remember what Dr. B said, Dr. Blue said that therapy is just like a checkup or old change for your car. So, you know, check in with your therapist. Get a new therapist. Get some new sessions. Mm -hmm. Don't try to see my therapist because she busy. <laughs> Listen, I messed around and tried to cancel with her the other day. She was like, okay, well, my next opening is two... Now, nah, friend, I'll keep the appointment. I'll keep the appointment. Just okay, girl. That's my lesson. That has been the um pattern with any doctor's office because I just had to reschedule an appointment, and I was like, I really can't go because I forgot it. I had an appointment, but I hate to reschedule because you're gonna tell me a month later. And sometimes it's three, four months. <laughs> <laughs> was, was, was six months this time. Like, this everybody, every doctor I I've been to in the past couple of months has put me off to the next few months. <sighs> you say that I had to do some research for a project that I'm working on at work, and I found out that in North Carolina, but I'll speak specifically to Cumberland County because that's where I was living. Um, but like Cumberland County, oh my god, um, there Cumberland County is short across the region um, with physicians, dentists, and mental health professionals. So it's like, typically you're supposed to see, um, you're supposed to see a healthy environment is like doctors are like five patients to one, maybe 10 patients to one. 
y'all, <laughs> in Eastern North Carolina, so it's not just Cumberland County. Cumberland County is bad. And I looked at them specifically. And then I just started kind of looking at some other ones. I was like, all right. But anyway, so Eastern North Carolina, all of them, you'll have doctor's offices 50 to 1. Mm-hmm. Hundreds to 1. Mental health professionals, the same thing. Now, y'all know, mental health is not like like physical health, where if you go to the doctor and you spend, let's say an hour, no one ever spends an hour in the doctor's office, but whatever. I mean, you'll wait an hour, but you'll be back there about 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have like, you see the nurse and then, or you see the the little tech and she's doing like your vitals. And then you see a nurse and you tell them what's wrong. And then your doctor come in and save the day. But you know how you saw like three people, right? Mental health, it's the one person. And if they're 50 to one, Mm-hmm. So North Carolina is horrible when it comes to healthcare, which is weird because we have some of the best health facilities like UNC, Duke, um, ECU. The pandemic has messed up everything for everyone. I don't think that was pandemic, friend. I think it was. I think it's been bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's when everybody started quitting and doing their own thing and. It just made it worse. If it was already bad, it made it worse. Yeah. It was already bad. Yes. It got made worse. I agree. Okay. So um, do we have any uh, extra thoughts for this? I just wanted to kind of make everyone aware of what seasonal affective disorder was. Um, It's just something to look out for. Um, Something that we can kind of, I guess, not prevent, but kind of react to when it starts to happening so y'all know what the symptoms are you know how it may feel you may already be feeling some of these symptoms and you've probably been feeling for a while and you didn't have a term for it here's your term here's your term once you figure out what the term is you can kind of talk to your medical professionals and figure out what to do to combat that yeah let me just be the one to say listen can't nobody go harder for you than you right? If you are recognizing some of these symptoms, don't be afraid to call up doc, right? Um, I encourage all my listeners to have a primary physician first and foremost. Typically us colored people, um, we don't have primary care physicians for one reason or another, right? Some of us, you know, don't have healthcare because we can't afford it because the (sighs) fees and stuff are through the roof. But if you can Mm -hmm. afford to have healthcare, please get a primary care physician. And once you get a primary care physician, become that person's friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, because honestly, like they are helping to make, you know, the medical decisions for you. And, you know, if your doctor doesn't know you, then when you come in and be like, doc, I'm just not myself, they don't know you to be any different. And trust me, they get 85 gazillion hypochondriacs in a day. So they don't take you serious. And then we all know, especially as black women, um, you know, since the way back now, our pain doesn't register like the next person's. So yeah, you go into the doctor's office and you'd be like, if I'm just not myself, they don't want to hear that. And they'd be like, okay, copay, please. Copay me, please. Right. Right? And then you, then you're released. Um, So know yourself and be your strongest advocate. Go in that doctor's office and be like, nah, fam, like something right. So number one, but number two, I want to encourage all of our listeners to get your butts outside every day. And this is something that I had to pay attention to um, since 
COVID um, because working from home and, you know, I get into my hustle and bustle of my job sometimes and I look up and I'll be like, oh, dang. Like in the in the fall and winter, like mm-hmm. I look up and I'll be like, oh, dang, like I started and the sun was out. Now the sun is gone. Right. Mm-hmm. But you end up missing the sunlight and y'all will be surprised how much the sunlight actually energizes us. Like we're literally like plants. Right. We need water. We need sunlight. Right. We need water. We need. I'm going to say it one more time for y'all. We need water. We need sunlight as humans. Go outside. This is going to help your seasonal affective disorder because you are getting that vitamin D, that natural vitamin D. Um, vitamin D is also very vital to helping get, I'm not science nerd y'all out right now, but just know that vitamin D is a big catalyst. Catalyst means like spark. Vitamin D like helps a lot of the other vitamins work. So if you're feeling a little sluggish, you go outside, get that natural vitamin D and some of your sluggishness will eventually begin to lessen and deteriorate because vitamin D helps boost some of the other vitamins. And vitamin D also helps reset your natural melatonin, the one that's already naturally in your body. So the more vitamin D you can get and absorb in a day, then it sets your biological clock to know that you're supposed to be sleeping at night. So for those of us that have the insomnia, when's the last time you've been outside? Right. And those are the nuggets I have for you. <laughs> y'all heard her. You know we be fussing at y'all all the time. Not fussing. We're just telling you. That's what we're here for. We're here to help you take care, sis. We're just telling you. We're just telling you. Oh, <laughs> and I would be remiss if I didn't take exercise. Do some <laughs> yoga. Move your body in some way. So if you haven't had a good night's sleep recently, go exercise, go outside, go exercise, go for a walk. You can hit two birds with one stone. And I don't mean like, I mean, go out there, break a sweat when you walk. See if you sleep better than I. Don't discourage the people. Just get out there and walk, y'all. I know you might not break a sweat, but just go walk, go walk, get you some fresh air, do it for a little bit and then go, go to sleep. You could do it her way too, I guess. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all we got for you. That's it. That's it. Hi, Keith. Hi, Keith. We're not finished yet, Miss Jackie. Not finished. Not finished. No. Oh, you said that's all y'all have. That's all we have for that. Okay, I'm here, Stephen. <laughs> Oh, okay. So <laughs> we're back to fussing at y'all again. So you know what to do. Share this episode with your friends and their friends and tell them to tell their friends and tell them to tell their friends. So we got like four sets of friends that that know about this this podcast, right? Share it on your social media, share it in your group chats. Share it when you're talking to somebody on the phone. Um, share it, share it, share it. And then after you finish sharing it and after you finish this episode, go write a review. Go write a review. Because the reviews are what help us get seen on the podcast platforms, okay? So we need some five-star reviews and we need some little blurbs like, I so enjoy listening to Key and Kiki. 
Because they are so funny because we are. Because we are. I'm hilarious. We are. We're funny, okay? So listen to us. We're write and review and share to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, that's it. That's it. We got to remind y'all to take care of yourselves every week, every day for however long you can. Schedule it in. Give yourself five minutes. Give yourself 10 minutes. Give yourself a whole day. I don't care what it is. Give yourself some time because you deserve it. You deserve the time to take care of yourself. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? In here. In here. And get outside and get that vitamin D. Get outside, do your exercise, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep, all of that. I'm talking to all of y'all. And drink your water, because Missy out here looking 12. Mm-hmm. So drink your water. Drink your water. Well, we all last week. Water helps increase orgasms. Miss Jackie, plug your ears. Uh, <laughs> Shh. No, that's not for you. That's not. Um, yeah, water helps increase. Water helps increase your orgasms and it increases your um, sex secretions, whichever one you may have. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, makes me want to drink right now. <laughs> let me put let me put this soda back. I'm gonna get a water after we get off of this. No, she's not. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, I am. I'm gonna go put some water after this. Okay. All right. All right, y'all. That's it. Key, I want you to take care of yourself, sister. Sister. And Kiki, I love you. I want you to take care of yourself, too. You got to hit the high note when you do that. I didn't have the high note, so I went, I went low. So, okay. Mm -hmm. No, no. When you go low, you have to go high, you know. <laughs> you can go high. You got the range. I'm going to stick where I live. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Until next time, y'all. Take care of yourself. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>